Let me just say this. I don't want to hate men. I have a son. He'll be a man one day. So. It would be impossible to hate men from where I'm at. I don't want to be at war with myself or anyone else. Not a race war, not a battle of the sexes. I just don't like fighting. Myself or anybody else, but at the end of the day, like I keep saying, it's all the same thing. No matter how divided we become, it's all the same energy acting out in all the ways that it can. Expanding the universe. Time, space. I do believe in everything and everything is everything. So I do believe in deities, though it's just one God. creating itself over and over again in many different forms. I believe in fairies, unicorns, wizards, witches, sorcerers, shamans, voodoo. I believe in everything that's ever been created by the mind. Because the mind, the mind is of the source, and so it had to come from somewhere, had to be inspired by something. God and the devil, really just the same being, fighting with itself. One day there will be balance. One day there will be peace. I'd like to think that whatever I'm doing in this existence, because I keep waking up in it, that I'll get to see those brighter days, that everything means something. And even though it hurts right now, and it's hurt a lot of the time, that maybe, maybe I will have gotten all of my suffering out of the way early so that I can enjoy my later days. Maybe spending a majority of my life up to now obese will have given me the foundation to keep my body as healthy as possible. Uh, I never did finish up what I was saying about Miley because I do kind of have ADD. I don't like to claim anything, but my ADD is what gives me the ability to, to do this, this series, write the way that I'm writing, of course. It could be the thing that keeps me from ever being able to succeed in the entertainment industry or any industry because I can't quite societalize enough 
to to have the money to get it to the right place but Miley Cyrus said that health is wealth. I don't think she was the first person to say it. I think that maybe it was just a synchronicity that brought us to the same conclusion around the same time. And that sometimes having money can be the thing that keeps you healthy. So... All this to say, it's been a tumultuous time of scarcity and restlessness and chaos. Sometimes it's obnoxious just to the point where I wonder why enough to explain it to myself. For the last, I don't know how long it's been because I've lost count, but for a while now, people just come around me and start coughing. And I've explained this off in every way possible. I'm like, you know, it's a demon. And then once I learned about demonology, I was like, well, demons are just me. So... As Grabbit said, maybe sometimes the demon turns out to be your friend. So I always pay attention now, or, you know, I try not to give it too much energy, but I always pay attention to what's happening when people just start coming around me and coughing until I can think my way into a better state of mind, I do realize that this thing does lower my vibration. And so sometimes it feels like it's eating me alive. But... I struggle with these concepts recently, life and death. What is it to be alive, to laugh, to love? joy, experiences, adrenaline, love, love making. But I guess I'm coming to a time and place where I don't really know. Like, am I alive? How can I be? When my basic needs a lot of the time are not met. And so perhaps I'm just in pre-existence or some form of death. You know, my energy just finding its way around time and space in whatever, you know, way seems fit. Of course, music makes it an easier concept to grab this consciousness. Especially when I tried to make music my profession. Can't say I've stopped trying, but at this point, it's, it's hilarious being in entertainment and like not 
like being actually famous or like whatever, not having like the money to do it. Because you tell people like, hey, like I'm an actress or I do music and they're like, oh, but like, what do you like, <laughs> what do you do like as your job? Because I've never heard of you. So you must, uh, you know, you must actually be working at like a laundromat or something or a McDonald's, <laughs> you know, because, uh, you know, it's a tough selection process, I think, for these celebrities. I think you have to be able to withstand like a certain amount of uh, energy moving about. You know, you have to be able to fucking not really give a fuck what people think because there's always going to be some kind of like adversity being like, oh, your music sucks or you fucking, oh, she's ugly, she's fat, she's this, she's that. And like, you can never really be like perfect to everybody. In fact, being too perfect often is like the folly of any protagonist we've ever seen in human history because if too many people like you like something will come along and try to kill you like jesus and eventually that thing will succeed we call it evil and these things evil or the devil or satan they're just constructs things in our mind fear a lot of people live in fear, like of death. I hear a lot of old ladies talking in the sauna. Sometimes they're wise and sometimes I realize that they're younger souls than me and older bodies. But a lot of people fear death. And grief, while it is hard, is something that I feel that I personally I can't let it control me because I don't like how it looks and feels on other beings living your whole life in fear of something. So I guess maybe I can take a lesson for myself at this point. <laughs> right now, my fear of man is eating me alive, but that's only because I spend so much time around other women that have been broken in the same ways that I have beaten in the same ways that I have. That's not to say I'm like a man-hater or like a hashtag me too person because as I stated before, like, I've learned, at least up to now in this society, it's, there's not much you can really do to hold a grudge against something that has happened to you. And even though it's not right, being abused, it's not even a word that I like. But having gone through things that cause pain, I think the important thing is knowing when to walk away and then not holding this like vengeance over one another, just learning how to give forgiveness. And that's, that's, where, that's where I've been, that's where I've been, you know, forgiveness. I recently forgave 
someone who hurt me so badly that some days I still struggle with it. Actually, every day. Because, well, I mean, like, when you decide, when you decide that you love someone, that you want them forever, it's your person, your only person. It's a hard lesson to learn that after everything is said and done, that other person didn't necessarily feel the same way, or they did, but it was just a little too late. But I talk about how everything happens for a reason. So I'm kind of actually even thankful for being like, beaten to the point where it changed my psychology and it made me act out in all these ways that were like crazy but then like I learned what crazy is you know and it's interesting living in this like paradigm because now I meet I meet men that tell me about how they are and the things that they do and like why they do them Men that don't like the words narcissist. Men that don't like the words rape, toxic, gaslighting, and the reasons why. And then you learn as a woman or whatever I am to accept that. That sometimes we all live in in such different worlds that everybody feels like they're being victimized in some way or another, being attacked in one way or another. Men don't like to be controlled unless they do, and then it's like a fetish. They don't like to be owned or dominated unless they do, and then it's like a fetish. (laughs) Men have a lot of weird fetishes and kinks so do women but I think historically speaking we've been like kind of placed in this like this expectation this this fragility that I mean like is I mean like it doesn't necessarily come from nothing it's strange how conservative I've become the older I get I'm like oh man like <laughs> like I was raised to wait until marriage to have sex and now like at almost 30 like I've worked myself back into that mindset I'm like you know <laughs> I'm like it's okay like and even if I never have that kind of like love and companionship again like giving away my body is like giving away part of my soul and so i can't i can't trade that and i meet a lot of other people on this same frequency on the same vibration i met this guy (laughs) he's like one of the only people who still call me sunny sunny blue (laughs) but he would come up out of nowhere 
And he'd be like, Sunny, Sunny Bloom. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it's this guy. But he was like, you know, I've been celibate for a long time too. He was in a musician, I guess. I don't know what he was, but this guy. He's like, but I can't just... <laughs> he's like, you know, I got girls all over me. Guys are so fun. I got girls all over me all the time. Like, they just want to be with me, but I can't just give my music away to anybody. And I'm like, dang, I never really heard it said that way, you know? That, like, all this sexual energy that gets pent up and, like, built inside of you that you don't release becomes something. That's true. I have a lot of lessons left to learn. I feel really young in like the the realms of like sexuality and, and and gender. And now we're living in times where it's like gender bending, you know, like having stayed in a shelter where it's like, <laughs> this is actually like a six foot tall, like grown man next to me, like technically, but <laughs> considers herself a woman and then actually seeing that like woman being in this you know huge masculine body it's it's strange you know and so like i'm definitely like growing into my non-binary status in a lot of ways um into an androgyny that doesn't quite necessarily always fit my body like i can't say i'm trans i'm not trans i'm like i'm straight female very straight um <laughs> you know um but also like sometimes other people's perception has built my reality to the point where like from a very young age I didn't have like a self-awareness until somebody told me like, hey, you're black, like, hey, you're a girl, like, hey, you're, you're fat. Like the self-awareness comes from other beings being like, this is what you are. And um, learning not to let what other people think always necessarily create you. I guess that's, that's why I'm having like such a hard time, like as a black woman in the music industry, because there's so many expectations like, hey, you know, like I've had, I've had many people tell me like, your competition is Cardi B, your competition is Megan Thee Stallion. And I'm like, but I don't feel like talking about those things. <laughs> you know, I don't feel like rapping like that. I don't feel that way. Um, you know, mostly because I haven't had the privilege of being in a body that allows like people to treat me a certain way, you know, um, which breeds a lot of the time like envy and jealousy. Cause it's like, dang, like, <laughs> like he's he's being nice to you just because you have that body and you know also <laughs> breeds contempt and anger and bitterness um on the other end of the spectrum which i learned having lost a lot of weight at one point <laughs> a lot and then all of a sudden like people were being nice to me and like saying good morning and like opening doors for me and i was like really mad because i was like yo like nothing has really changed about me except for fucking like my weight and all of a sudden people are like smiling at me instead of fucking like bumping into me on purpose and being like you're so huge get out of the way like oh my god like people treat fat people like not people i think i've said that before you know and 
now that I'm taking care of my body, like I, I have like a certain expectation for myself to not let myself get sick in a way like that because I've realized how how it is a sickness. But then also facing this like drastic poverty and all this like inequality, like I'm realizing that it's like a result of this fucking inequality um, and this fucking like, you know, lack of having the things that, you know, you need to, to make your body healthy enough to run on, you know, its own natural energy, um, instead of, like, 19 monsters a day. There was a point where I was drinking, like, a case of monsters a day and smoking a pack of cigarettes, and I was almost 400 pounds, and not to say that I'm better than anybody. Matter of fact, the things that I've gone through in my life have put me in a place where it, it, um, made me do, like, a total 180, you know, um, I don't think, like, I can't say that I'm thankful for having been punched in the face. Like, I'm still, I'm still, like, recovering from that in a lot of ways. Um, like, it affected my everything because, of course, like, that happened. Um, I went to my job. I went to my job, like, the next day, and I couldn't function. And my boss, but, like, it, like... You know, you could see it on my face that something happened to me. And I still think about this moment a lot, maybe just because it's like still affecting me so much um, that my boss was just kind of like, yeah, are you okay? And I was like, yep, you know, like, yeah. And uh, like without asking what happened, she was just kind of like, yo, what's up with your face? Cause my face was all swollen. My, like my lip was busted. It was terrible. And I had gotten into, like, working out recently. And so I just told everybody, because everybody was asking me, like, yo, what happened to your face? And I was like, I, <laughs> I, I was like, I, I fell doing burpees or something. Like, I, I like, because I, I would do a lot of burpees and I was like, that's believable, right? Like that I just fell onto my face instead of, you know, instead of catching myself. You know, I fell onto my face with all my weight. Because <laughs> that would be believable. Um, and I don't know. Sometimes I still feel like that's my psyche, like, punishing me. Like, everything that's happened as a result of that. Like, I, I've had a hard time getting an apartment because we got evicted from that place because I lost my job. And, um, like, the story tells itself. I mean, like, honestly, that's that's how the legend of Super Cree started, was right there. Because, you know, it changed my psychology to a point where I was, like, not in the same, like, frame of mind. Like, I went off and did all this, like, like <laughs> really crazy shit. Because, like, I wasn't understanding necessarily, like, what had happened to me. Um... And I still kind of don't, you know, I've, I've just only kind of learned that it's like, hey, man, like, as a woman, like, you have to really be careful, like, with your career and with, like, who, like, like, honestly, like, some of the strongest women have told me, like, hey, like, you just got to suck it up. Like, <laughs> you just got to fucking, like, if you put yourself on paper, um, 
you know, as being like a fucking like a, a teller, like they're gonna like know, like, hey, like she tells on you, like if if you fuck her up, you know, <laughs> like that's that's what she does, and so, um, I mean, like honestly, at this point, I'm just like, well, I think it's just me in here. Like, I really do think that it's just like all the lessons that I'm learning are just like my reality, like showing me like up to 30 like multi-dimensionality in a way that's like hey like if you had not made these choices like this is where you would be but then also like understanding and taking accountability for the things that like you know where i faltered because i don't want to play the victim anymore either i don't want to be like this happened to me and this happened to me and this is why i'm shitty like no like there was <laughs> you know it's like the Titanic, like a lot of things had to happen for certain other things to have happened. And there's never, like you can't go back and you can't erase, but I do believe in, in an expanding infinity where it's like you do have, you know, you do have the choice or the option to hop into the portal where it's like, that did happen, but this is where you would be anyway, even if that didn't, you know? Um, like there's always, there's always second chances and sometimes even third chances and, and fucking yeah um so that being said um, this series is a lot sometimes it, it i am just a channel like i'm just like whatever fucking whatever this is the words that i'm writing this is whatever's happening these are you know the fucking like the 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 reality that i'm creating or manifesting or whatever um i can't really i can't really put a fucking i can't put a period on it because it is infinite so it is much like a run-on sentence um i do have add that's been like forever untreated um and um it does allow me to write the way that i write but it also fucking disallows me from being able to organize it in a way that like um you know, like Hollywood has its certain fucking like, like certain certain people won't look at a script unless it looks a certain way or, you know, it has a certain fucking like um, structure. So I don't, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not structured in any way. So it, it just is what it is. I don't really have any hopes and dreams anymore. I'm just like, well, at some point I've got to figure out something <laughs> to do that makes me enough money to like eat the things that I want to eat. Um, and live in a decent enough space that I'm not always consistently like you know jumping out of my skin or being around obnoxious people but I mean like it's, it's crazy the amount of inequality like a mass like a lot of people like especially Americans are just like fucking unhappy like I have people from other countries being like yo fucking everybody I know from the US like commits suicide and fucking you know, that's, I, I can't say why, I mean, I could, but I think right now, right now, whatever that is, because the less I have to, the less I believe in time, and of course, like, all of these episodes, like, add up to, like, hours on end of me talking and blabbering and running my mouth, and sometimes just fucking, like, being nonsensical but at the same time it does make sense um and it goes along with the writing that sometimes i have to admit like i forget like sometimes um 
Like if you if you Google automatic writing, you'll figure it out. It has something to do with aliens. <laughs> um, but sometimes I'll just it's not even like a blackout. Like I'll just go into fucking like a a fucking space where I like write all this shit and then forget about it until <laughs> something in my external world will be like, hey, remember this that you wrote this. And I'll go searching for it in my fucking thousands of Google documents. I wish I had the number of Google documents. Google doesn't have a fucking, um, Google documents does not have like a, like a, it won't tell you how many documents you have. Like, it'll just tell you like, hey, like this is, you have, you filled up all your space and you have to buy more. Um, And so I, I have like maybe even hundreds of thousands of documents spread across like fucking nine different accounts. And that's just the way it is. <laughs> um, and I'm not even mad anymore. At this point, I'm just like in my, in my, like in the world, like seeing all that there is to see. And so far I've seen like the very, like I've definitely experienced like most of the, the things that you don't want to think about. You don't have to think about if you live in like a ascended realm or if you have the privilege to have always had like a home and have always had food. Um, like good food that like fuels and powers your body, you know, um, have not had to struggle, you know. Um, so I think I've seen just about everything on this side. Um, you know, I've experienced like death and fucking losing people close to me and like, you know, all these fucking like terrible things. So I'm just hoping that like for however long I have left to live, because it's weird, like, as suicidal as I've been since I've since I was like seven, I'm getting to a time where I'm like, like, like I'm not gonna take my life. And if fucking for whatever reason something comes along and does, like I'm not gonna be mad. Like a lot of people do live in like this fear of death. Like oh my god, like you never know. Like it can just come one day. Like death will just come one day. And I'm just like yeah, like. One of the things, one of the first things that Alyosha ever said to me, like, startled me at the fucking time, but, like, now makes more and more sense. Now that he's been gone, as long as he's been gone, and I am still very much grieving him, um, to the point where I'm like, damn, like, like, holy shit, like, I've never really experienced, like, human, other human grief, um, to the point where I've, like, I felt with him, but, um, yeah, yeah. The, one of the things he said, and he was like a man of few words, but like <laughs> one of those people that when he would speak, it would be something like just like, what? Like everybody would stop and be like, what the fuck, man? Um, but one of the things that he said was like, death, that will be nice. And everybody just was like, what, bro? Like, what? And now I just, I'm like, wow, maybe I was just like so far behind you in that fucking aspect of of perception that i didn't understand it at the time so i'm like why would you say that like who wants to die and now i'm just like well and it's not even a a sense of wanting to die it's just like so so much um imbalance and so much pain and so much inequality just like kind of puts you in a place of like um I won't say like constant dread because I still have things that make me happy and most of it's music I'm not gonna lie (laughs) um you know if I can find music that I really like or has like infinite replay value I'm just like well thank god for this and god has like 
represented itself through music for me for like the longest time then i'm just like well cool like you know i don't even you know have to um like make it happen like sometimes in my in my worst and lowest moments music just like finds me wherever i'm at and fucking reminds me that like hey there is like this consciousness that's taking care of all of your needs um and all of your worries and all of your wishes and all of your prayers eventually at some point will be granted and so um you know i i think i'll sign off with that um i spend long long days in the gym um (laughs) just because it's like um um yeah i've been going through these trials and this like abstinence from like the the pleasures in life for a long time um just kind of like pushed into these 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 places of of uh you know um reflection and growth and maybe in like a resurrection of sorts because i do feel like i i have died many times um and that this is just like a walk of death and a lot of my writings kind of like describes that process and i'm just like well you know um we're all dead here and maybe it is just a pre-existence or maybe it it is a post-existence but either way like it's not the uh, eternity of you know everlasting life and peace and joy and balance that i know there is to be somewhere um <laughs> like i'm like okay cascade do you live in like the celestial kingdom the terrestrial i have a, i have i have a bunch of mormon questions for cascade i really do <laughs> i really do i'm like did you yeah like did, where did you serve your mission like how long after your mission did you get married um like i just have so many mormon questions for cascade and i don't know why um maybe just because like mormonism is like one of those things that i just know too much about and he's like a superstar dj so i'm like damn like how did he die and which level of heaven is it and like what (laughs) anyway i don't know i'm i'm so fucking out of my mind right now i haven't had um so much peace or privacy um and that can kind of like i have a weird empathy that just gets like you know um like i'm getting stronger like i'm definitely getting like i'm able to like transmute energy but when it comes in like like massive quantities like you know like dealing with like 36 fucking toxic people at a time is hard um for me so maybe you know being a superstar dj is not um the path for me because i realized that like maybe you're dealing with a hundred thousand toxic people in a stadium at once um but you know i feel like that's a different kind of energy because you're getting like all the fucking people screaming your name and fucking like whistling for you and like i don't know that that seems like it would like definitely lift you up to like a fucking happy place but also like seeing somebody fucking like od on molly or you know just being so fucked up out of their mind you know um (laughs) consistently every fucking weekend at every fucking party that you're fucking going to would also have like a an effect and so i fucking i pray for these people that i fucking i can't worship because i do have god that i fucking you know look to and you know like my deities and my fucking like holiness or whatever (laughs) so i can't fucking be like skrillex is god he's not he's a guy um (laughs) you know like most of these guys are just guys and fucking people are just people and humans just being humans um so yeah i said i was gonna sign off on that
but then i got on my dj thing and fucking i do love djs like i love music producers i love i love music um <laughs> i love music so um yeah that's it that's that's what's keeping me um semi alive like at, at least keeps me waking up in this body quite literally um i wake up to the same like pretty much the same song every day depending on the album that i'm listening to i wake up to the same song every day it's weird it's like a sleep wake like this song i wake up to i'm like okay all right well you know um so more on that i don't know i'd love to go back to college I keep saying it's over, <laughs> like, and I'm, like, walking towards the door. I keep saying it's over, but, like, there's so much to talk about because I'm just in this weird existence where I'm, like, wow. I mean, I mean, I wonder what, like, makes that happen. Maybe I'm a robot. Like, it's kind of weird that, like, I get into these places where it's, like, damn, like, fuck. The only way I'm going to, like, rest my body is to listen to Dead Mouse. That's fucked up. <laughs> like, I have to be in a really fucked up fucking place for fucking me to have to, like, put my headphones on high blast and fucking, like do this so that my body will fucking like go to sleep it has to be like torture i have to be being tortured basically um for that to happen but anywho i'm gonna continue my workout which is what i'm doing now that, that's the end of the episode that's 37 minutes of me talking about whatever